Wait, what? Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, we were. Oh, we record these. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best commercial slogan. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hal, I'm loving it. Stop. I'm loving it. Don't do it. Don't. You know why, me. Hal? Because you are mm-mm good. All right. I'll I'm starting it. early. All right, good. Like a good neighbor, Mark Gagley already there. But his beard isn't. <laughs> you can't see this. This is a video, but he shaved it off, and I'm adjusting to it. I, my father had a mustache for pretty much all of my childhood and adult life, and then he shaved it off like five years ago. My dad did that once, too, when we were kids, and my sister, the second she saw it, screamed, and he immediately grew it back and has not shaved it off oh, since. Like right there, it popped out like a cartoon character. Yeah, exactly. Just, like <laughs> he, just, he just went, and it just popped right out. Sure. We are here today to talk about advertising slogans. Obviously, we both watch way too much television, but we cannot do it alone. We have a very special guest with us here today. You know him from all the movies and TV shows that you think are cool. I know him from Alchemy This, his podcast on iHeartRadio, a hilarious improvised podcast. And also, he used to uh, come on and play with us in the Thrilling Adventure Hour. It is Kevin Pollack. Yes, that Kevin Pollack. Kevin Pollack, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, and please be seated. Finally. Thank you, Your Honor. We've been standing, Hal's been standing in his closet booth mm-hmm. for so long. So, so long. Let's it's, not call it a booth. No. Kevin, I have to say that I haven't seen yes, you in a while, and I love The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel so much. Your performance in particular, because I'm instantly taken back to every Breaking the Fast, every ah. Seder I went to growing sure. up, because yeah. the character that you play would have been the right age to be my great aunt or my grandfather at that time. It's so good. I had to get that out of the way, the praise. No, no, I appreciate it. And I, I don't know when this is dropping, but the timing is not bad because the season four just kind of began last Friday and two episodes every Friday for a month. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not here to promote it. So I'm glad you mentioned it. And I ho- I'm thrilled to meet another fan. <laughs> well, look, I mean... If you're not here to promote things, can you tell us about your book? Uh huh. How I Slept My Way to the Middle. Kevin Pollock's classic from 2012, a memoir that everyone in comedy seemed to blurb about and love. And they love you. So few people have the hardback. So bless you for owning a copy. And when I, you know, the paperback has uh, just a photo of me from the chat show, my previous podcast. Yes. Uh, 400 episodes, 10 years. It's not a competition. Um, <laughs> we started in 09 when I had to explain to people what a podcast wow. was. And there were less than 50 podcasts at that point. No kidding. Wow. I think they're 5 million now. And I don't think yeah. I'm off. I'm off by many. No, you're on most of them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But I look at that cover and I wonder, A, even if I could get away with the title today without being hashtag canceled and B, how confusing was that cover to a lot of people? And also the airbrushing, you know, when you write a book, they send you a box of the first printing and it arrives and it's, you know, it's a couple of years in the making and it's kind of a big deal. And you first open the box and you see, 
and I saw that they had airbrushed my eyes. Now, I hadn't asked them to. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say for fear of getting canceled what they turned me into, but uh, it's not flattering. And I, I would steer everyone to the, the paperback because of it. Just because of the cover. You're also in bed with two other unclothed people. Who are these other people that you are in bed with on the cover of this book? For those who don't know the original cover of this book, How I Slept My Way to the Middle is Kevin Pollack. Uh, shirtless, I'm assuming pantsless as well, along with. Well, two we're other supposed to be in a bed of covers. Yeah, we're supposed to be under the covers. So yeah. how I slept my way to the middle, I thought it was funny if I put a woman on one side and a man on the other. And I, I didn't, I guess I didn't really think it through how that might be confusing <laughs> to people because it really was, it really was meant as a 2008 joke. Sure. Um, <laughs> that was released four years later. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, Shame on a shame on you for not knowing that the woman of the two folks in bed with me is in fact Jamie. But you probably haven't seen her with long dark hair. I have not. So, There's also a black bar across her eyes. Yeah, uh, was I was more I was more curious about who who the other fellow was. So that's our dear pal Corey Levin. Um, yeah, who who's one of our closest pals and. Yeah, I mean, we did. There was another woman. It was actually four of us was the original photo, which maybe would have been funnier. But uh, then if know, there were four of you, there's no way for you to be in the middle. Then, then You're then either in no the two middle. slot or the three slot. Yeah, that's what that's what the editor said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How you slept your way to the off center. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the truth was the title had nothing to do with positioning of people. It, it of course, was a take on how I slept my way to the top and a conversation about how as a character actor, you know, you've heard it's lonely at the top. I'm here to tell you it's fantastic in the middle. <laughs> um, you know, I can get a, a table with my face more than my name, as it turns mm -hmm. out, at just about any restaurant and just about anywhere in the world uh, because someone recognizes something. And um, I mean, I've done a few movies. I don't know the exact number, 91, but I will say that <laughs> six of them are quite good. But because I, I'm a character actor and I thrive in the middle, paparazzi doesn't need a piece of my suit yeah. uh, for sale. Although I learned the hard way, I did have to buy my house in a trust. Otherwise, it'd be public record because my oh, yeah. my divorce was public record and was, in mm -hmm. fact, covered on uh, on the that horrible show with three initials. Or three, three letters. GMA, Good Morning America. Yeah, I, it. Good Morning America. I mean, how slow of a news day was that? <laughs> Even a slow news day for the other jerks. But just because it was public record and they have someone stationed down at the L.A. courthouse for home sales and mm. divorces and all everything, just so they can report something because every day is a slow news day, no matter what news you're watching. Have you seen this thing about Florida that they have a law there? It's one of the few places that every arrest is public record. That's so, why the Florida man, Florida woman. Exactly. It's, it's, there's weird stuff happening everywhere, but there it's public record in a yeah. way that it's not in most other places. To be fair, it's also probably slightly weirder stuff happening there. Maybe. There are more alligators involved. I'll yeah. That. It's definitely way more alligator through a drive through window centric. Yeah. On I don't Florida know. Man. I don't know what sort of damage this could do to me or your wonderful popularity as a podcast, but the state of Florida doesn't need alligators to mess up their thing. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair of, enough. Of being Florida. Hey, man, my father lives on the panhandle of Florida, and it is a delightful place to visit. 
mm. full of delightful, delightful, weird weirdness. And I love everything about it. Yeah, it is one of a kind. I mean, we, we of course, do the uh, pilgrimage to the Walt Disney World, as we did for Jamie's 40th. Of course. Not too long ago. You're a park fan. A couple of weeks, a couple of months. Uh, yeah, I'll be there Saturday. What do you need? Which one? Are you going to Disneyland on Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Just it. Just the map of this program for the day. I'm in sure. the camera. Yeah. Sure, sure. You got it. Yeah. Uh, we're not here to talk about all these things. As That's why you're wrong. Look, I want to spend the whole time talking about house arrest. That's the only thing I'm really interested in. <laughs> but we're going to talk what about... What year? 1996's house arrest? Come on. Is, is, are you looking at IMDb, you bastard? No, no, no. Oh. I've seen it multiple times. He's well, looking no, at no, the VHS box. I recorded <laughs> What do I have left? I'm bearing it all here. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I knew you would know the movie from yeah. from multiple viewings. I just... Pulling out the year, the exact year. I, I don't know how people do that. That's, uh, I, look, I, uh, yeah, it's a miracle I got married. You picked this topic, Kevin. You picked ad slogans. What draws you to them? What is it? It's just like, well, I think it's, in? yeah, I mean, before, I'd like to think before comedians thrived and SNL thrived on catchphrases, I think the ad men sort of invented the, well, slogan. I mean, businesses have been using slogans, but in terms of nationwide advertising, I feel like that is with, you know, theme songs and commercial jingles, of course. Can I tell a quick, very funny Christopher Guest? Please, please. Uh, insistence, observance. So Christopher Guest plays 11 different instruments and he and his other very serious musician friends came up in the 60s at a time when Jim Morrison hit and they thought he was a pretty boy hack and had less than zero respect, as that title suggests. And they're convinced had he lived, today he'd be doing radio jingles, which is what made me think of the story, uh, advertising jingles. Yeah. And so when I worked with Chris on this project in 1990, on a giant soundstage, and I would be 50, 60, 70 feet away from him, and we would try to make each other laugh throughout the course of a 12-hour day by singing loudly for the other person who was not in eyesight, uh, or view, I guess would be a one word choice, um, to try to make them laugh, right? And, and it would be a jingle that Jim Morrison would be singing had he lived today. So I'd be in the middle of a conversation with somebody and from across the soundstage, I would hear, earn his liquor. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a never ending joy. Oh my God. Mm. I can picture Jim Morrison uh, writing pitches, but what, Ray Manzarek would just cut him off. Oh, no, it wasn't Ray. It was the other two. Ray's the one that wanted to license everything. John yeah. Densmore and Robbie Krieger. That's the, right. The they were the ones that were the sticks in the mud. Come yep. on, man. Light my fire for Manny. this Burger King flame broiled Whopper. See? Manny Moen <laughs> So I think the slogan mm -hmm. has been so dominant for so long that um I don't know how one debates or concludes a choice, a singular winner. So I do like that the options I was sent uh, by mm -hmm. Mr. Gagliardi yep. was broken down into categories, which I think is extremely helpful. I'd like to think it's going to be helpful to us. I think it will. And uh -huh. I think that within these, there are a lot of great classics. Yeah. From all different. I mean, there are some companies have multiple classics, McDonald's, Chevrolet, and some have one thing. 
that they're almost more known for their slogan than for their product. I'm looking at Grey Poupon. Do you like a slogan? Do you prefer one of those two approaches? Do you like a slogan that stays the one slogan for a company forever? Or do you guys think, do you guys like it when a you know, new agency comes in every few years and mixes it up? Well, I think the, and Hal, I'd like you to speak at some point. I think that the uh, challenge to all these companies and all these ad men who service these companies, but the companies have to choose. So let's not give them zero credit. Yeah. Can you come up with a slogan that defines us, makes it clear what it's about, and then is also so memorable that just hearing it, you know which company is being yeah. discussed? So like a good neighbor is kind of genius mm-hmm. that the company is, has figured out a way to make us think they're a neighbor yeah. that therefore cares about us like a good neighbor, you know? So whatever you need, we've got you. Forgive me. Yeah. I think the jingle element of that comes into play too. I, I also think we need to distinguish between things that are specifically jingle lyrics and things that are actual slogans. But one thing about that one, State Farm in particular, is even now with the ads, he's just saying it. The guy playing Jake from State Farm is just saying the phrase. But underneath it, they're playing the da 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 that old jingle tune. So you just get mnemonic after mnemonic pumped into you. Sometimes the jingle is the slogan. Sometimes the yeah. slogan arises because the jingle becomes so popular. And that's that is what happened with Farmers. No, no, yeah. State Farm. Yeah. What a good neighbor. State Farm is there. Yeah. I think that the greatest ad slogans of all time do two things. One is either give you the feeling mm-hmm. of what the product does or how good it is. But looking at CoverGirl and Maybelline, you have easy, breezy, beautiful CoverGirl. And that conveys the lifestyle of someone who uses these cosmetics. But Maybelline, they go another way, which I think is even better, which is maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. This is something that's so good that it mm-hmm. will make you look great to the point where we're not even going to take the credit. People are going to think that you rolled out of bed looking beautiful because you use our makeup. So we just accentuate what's there rather than selling a lifestyle where we we sort of work so well that people don't even know we're there. Yeah, and I think along those same lines, some companies lose touch mm-hmm. with the rest of the universe and have chosen to be so myopic and niche and i think the latest example is mercedes <laughs> uh the great john ham saying the best or nothing yeah mm-hmm. that is a, it's such a specific like you want to talk lifestyle it's promoting a lifestyle it's promoting absolute exclusivity at the top yeah, at a time when maybe that's not great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But also just celebrating we're the one percenters of one percent. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just a, a weird sort of announcement. I think that BMW is a little more subtle in doing it, uh, because they make it more about the car and not about the mentality of the best or nothing, which BMW is being like, but if you call your car a driving machine. Yeah. You're probably already a one percenter. Mm-hmm. Were, but those, yeah. those are aspirational, right? Yeah. They're using something. I mean, it's in the same sort of family as Gillette, where they say the best a man can get. So this is the absolute best. If you value, you know, if status is important or having the best, you want to treat yourself to quality, you need a BMW. You need a Mercedes mm-hmm. Benz. You need to use Gillette for shaving. 
because we're giving you the yeah. idea that you can't get any better than this. This is top of the line. And, but some of them are so iconic. Yes. Um, for little tiny products, really. And I'll, I don't know if a current audience is going to know this one of Calgon take mm-hmm. me away. Yes. But I know I've seen it played with in comedy sketch or moments in films in the last handful of years. So someone thinks it's current, but yeah, that's been around for 50, 60 years. Yeah. Take me away. And the idea that this little soap product for your bath, I guess, could, you know, take you off on a vacation in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that that stayed with anyone is almost creepy. <laughs> well, those ads, I mean, I remember the ads from the late 70s and the, into the early 80s, where it's just, mm-hmm. it's generally, they generally at the time were marketing exclusively to like housewives and women who have like the worst possible life. Yeah. yeah. They're, those they're days, just, the beginning of that commercial, their day is going horribly. Yeah. You just look at it and go like, maybe you need to like eat, pray, love and go get yeah. your groove back or whatever. <laughs> but instead, no, I'm while the kid is asleep for five minutes, I'm going to slip into the bathtub with this bar of soap. And that's my only escape because yeah. soon my husband will be home. And then he's going to want to talk about his day for like an hour. And I don't care. I don't even yeah. know what he does. Yeah, <laughs> there's something about the the Calgon thing that I love Calgon. And I've mentioned it before. I'll keep probably mentioned it a lot because I think it's absolutely brilliant in this way is Grey Poupon and Gillette is what they there. You mentioned, uh, Kevin, you said that these are small things because I think what that makes them is both aspirational and completely attainable. Mm. I can't go out and buy a Mercedes, but I can go out and buy mustard. That's a dollar more and fancier. <laughs> I can right. go and buy the, if the Gillette is the yeah. best, you know what? I will the best or nothing. You're right. Mercedes. I will get this Gillette razor. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a great point. Small products being marketed to give you a lifestyle boost. Do you think great Poupon works without, do you think the, the perfect slogan works without the ad? Cause I think you need the commercial for great you do. Poupon, yeah. Right. You need somebody to roll up on a Rolls Royce. Or yeah. two, it was always like two, always two Rolls Royces, two Rolls Royces. And then, they're passing yeah. mustard along to each other. There's definitely cocaine in it somewhere. Like that's some <laughs> yeah. weird. It's taped story. under the lid. Yeah. That's how they, that's how they were passing around. They just do it with a oh. wink. Yeah. Hey, do you have any wink gray poupon? But also you're right in the sense that for a dollar more, we may be ridiculous. It may be twice the price. Mm-hmm. You know, did that commercial in its day really seep into the minds of, I'm going to say, probably women who watched and bought and made sandwiches for their Mm -hmm. kids in the 70s or 80s, whenever that happened. Did they really, you know, I guess the idea was let's make them laugh. It couldn't be if you too want to have a Rolls Royce, you need to start with eating Grey Poupon instead of French. I mean, it did, it did double their sales. I read that it did double their sales. They increased a hundred percent. And I imagine that seems like a good reason why I would have been, you know, as a kid, I was like, I want mustard. I want fancy mustard. It's for the joke alone. It's worth it. I feel like we all sort of made fun of it a little bit, which was a brilliant move by them. I don't think they were upset by it, but Mm -hmm. that's the idea is you get a little bit of luxury in this commercial for, for nothing. It almost seems hacky Mm -hmm. comedically. To make yeah. fun of 
something that was already tongue in cheek. But you're right. Everyone came down on it so hard. But everyone did think at the grocery store in that moment, myself included, you know what? I do want the fancy mustard. How much, yeah. is, that? How much is the fancy mustard? Now made with wine was another tagline. That was the on-screen tagline at the end. Yeah. Or, it's even made with wine. That's what it was. Is that true? I yeah. don't remember that. Yeah, their tagline, the line in the commercial was, pardon me, do you have, but, you know, do you have any grape upon? But their tagline was, it's even made with wine. Oh, which uh, is, we're hoping they'd, they'd get like a little buzz off of it. Yeah. Is, is the choice of a new generation, is that something they're still slinging and, and getting away with? Because that, yeah, I don't on, think so. Going but back it was to, brilliant. Going back to the great Corey Levin from the cover of my, the hardback of my, uh, book how i slept my way to the middle uh, not just a funny title and technically still available on amazon um cory levin's slogan pitch for pepsi is the following is pepsi okay <laughs> <laughs> now not only is that instantly yeah. if not involuntarily funny oh. hilarious but i think if you're going to be that strong of a number two, then lean into it. Yeah, be yes. number two. Yeah, Ugh. and let everyone know you don't care. You're totally comfortable with being number two because you, yeah. too, are a multi-billion dollar company. By the way, Jamie and I also got sort of hooked on these. Um, they're like behind the music, but for food, like the history. Oh, of, yeah, the, um, the foods that built America. Oh, the foods yeah. that built America. Yeah. Oh, the foods yeah. that built America. So this, I think Pepsi, because of its subsidiaries it now may have a greater gross uh, profit than coca-cola they're kind of in everything like the reason that they're yeah. at kfc and taco bell is don't they own kfc and taco bell something like that yeah, yeah. yeah it's they're enormous though that you, you mentioning that i think also brings up a good point that is one of those snapshots in time mm. advertisement slogans that is specific to the cola wars, right? So mm -hmm. that comes out with the Michael Jackson commercial in the eighties as they're in the middle of this, uh, they've introduced max headroom for new Coke and yeah, Pepsi's yeah. defeat. And so it's this whole idea that pick us instead of the other thing. It's like Apple doing because IBM's slogan was think in 97, Apple comes out with think different. Yeah. And yeah. it blows up and launches the iMac, the iPad, the iPhone, and everything that Apple does that's cool now. Yeah, the choice of a new generation suggests also, you know, Coke was your parents' soda. Yeah. You know, you don't like anything they like. Try this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's look at some of these. Is there any section that you'd like to talk about specifically? The, some of the categories we have on here, we have business, grooming, vehicles, lifestyle, Fast food, pantry, and drinks. There's three food-based categories. A lot of slogans get used for food advertising. I think it's feet to the fire time. I don't want to yeah. tell you how to run your darn show, but I do feel like we we take a category one at a time, and we have to come up with the top three, the top two, and then the winner. All right. Well, let's start with business. I'm going to go out there. I will say that my choice going into business is think different from Apple. I think it's brilliant. I think it came out at exactly the right time and it launched a mega, and it didn't launch a mega empire. The Ridley Scott commercial did in 84, but it relaunched Apple being cool in 97. <laughs> I think that's a huge one up there. Well, then we have to break down criteria, no? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because your seems to be based on a not necessarily well known slogan. 
that I don't think it's as well known mm-hmm. as don't leave home without it. Right, exactly. For example. Yes, I yeah. agree with that one. That's the one that stood out to me. Or you're in good hands or, yeah. Some of them have also made it into regular life. Like yeah. don't leave home without it. All the news that's fit to print is it's almost the reason New York Times. you wouldn't pick it. Well, no, I know it's New York Times. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I was <laughs> saying like yesterday. for those because we're looking at a document I wanted to. Yeah. I don't know if everybody knows that that's their slogan. I'll tell you what not everybody knows, mm. Mark. Think different. Think different. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but but something like all the news that's fit to print has become mm-hmm. more of just a part of how we speak, just sort of a turn of phrase that people might not associate with the New York Times, even though it's very clearly their slogan. It's just all the news mm-hmm. that's fit to print. It's something that we may, might say to one another without associating it with the brand, which and I we, think is why it has to it has to tie back in. I think that's a yeah. huge criteria. You can't think of one without the other. Let's, if I may, please start with the worst slogan because there's one on this list under business that is a nationwide extraordinarily well-known chain Mm -hmm. and this slogan is garbage absolute are you kidding that's the one you came up with i know what you're talking about i'm so curious are you referring to that was easy by staples i am Wow. They even made the dumb button. You can actually buy a button in the store that you smack and it says that was easy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure people love the button. And I, I think some people sent out the button and gifted the button. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. button, I think, is more well known than that was easy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's garbage. Also, it doesn't say anything to me about what that store really represents. Yep. You don't know. I mean, the name tells you more about what you mm-hmm. think you might encounter there yeah. than their slogan. And plus, in fact, to go to one, it's not easy. Yeah. As names go, mm-hmm. instead of being so on the nose, like Office Depot. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't break a nail. I love Staples because it's like so great. Yeah. First of all, one out of 10,421 customers that enter is in fact looking for Staples. Yep. Yes. So, so it's so brilliant that <laughs> they lean that far beyond. Yeah. No one's coming here for staples. Yeah. We don't care, but you know what's here, don't you? <laughs> just that'd be like if a grocery store was just named cake mix. Yep. <laughs> just based on one thing that they happen to sell. Yeah. 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 I like don't leave home without it as one out of the business world because there's also, it's not just that you need to carry it with you. It's that there's a threat. Of you not carrying it with you. Yeah. I mean, there's an implied, there's sort of a, a passive threat in that. Hey, just saying, don't leave home without this thing. You should always have this on you. I think all the, all three of the credit cards, well, all four of them, Capital One, what's in your wallet is a great tagline. I don't know how great of a slogan it is. Mm-hmm. I love it's everywhere you want to be, but I think MasterCards, which oh, is not just yeah. priceless. It's some things in life are priceless for everything else. There's MasterCard. Yeah. Implies that they value. They, they're somehow putting the, themselves on your side, right? Like we get that there are a lot of things money can't buy, but Hey, when you have to buy something, use our card. Don't pay attention to the terms. We'll wor- worry about yeah. the interest later. Just buy, buy whatever you need that <laughs> yeah. you don't think is priceless. Yeah. Yeah. Go buy this plane ticket because the look on this person who you're flying to see's face when they see you is going to be worth more than all of the interest payments that you're going to make on this flight. Yeah. It's a bit of a misdirect. It's a little magic trick. So how do you, on your show, determine the ultimate 
we'll sort of steer, we'll wind up getting there, but it, sometimes we will pull one from each of these and then we will look at the collection that we have and go, well, yeah. there's a clear winner that sticks out. So I'm happy if the one that we, if, and we don't have to take one from all of them. Sometimes we can be like, nope, that doesn't beat anything that we previously have. Nothing's coming out of that particular rodeo gate on this day. But I'd say that coming out of this business category, I think that uh, Don't Leave Home Without It is a strong contender. Mm-hmm. I'm going to circle back to uh, Like a Good Neighbor. I think yeah. that, that, and maybe because it has a jingle that I'm subconsciously uh, yeah. constantly aware of, but it also is imprinted mm-hmm. and also tells you what they're about without being on the nose or in your face. Yeah. It's almost got a shave and a haircut to it. If yep. I say, like a good neighbor, you right. know how to finish it. Yeah. And deeper than that, it do- it conveys trust. Yeah. It tells you why this brand is better than all the other ones. All right. Let's talk about some. Uh, we, we've mentioned a couple of them. The real big contenders in the grooming category. Calgon, Take Me Away, The Best a Man Can Get. Maybe She's Born With It. Maybe It's Maybelline. Easy Breezy Beautiful Cover Girl. L'Oreal's is also pretty good. Like these are these seem to be more about empowering. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah, born, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline because you're worth it. L'Oreal's mm-hmm. because you're worth it is a great. Yes. And now in today's world more than ever. Yeah. The empowering nature of that is yeah. going to be difficult to be. I wouldn't. And it's another reason that think different. I was like, yeah, I guess, you know, when you mention it, that nine out of 10 people, I don't know how many of the numbers, a number of people out of 10 would not know that that's Apple's slogan or was Apple's slogan. I don't, if I hear the phrase because you're worth it, I don't think L'Oreal. If I hear maybe she's born with it, I think Maybelline. If I hear easy breezy beautiful, I think cover girl. I think there's a call and response to maybe she's born with it that is similar to mm-hmm. like a good neighbor. You know what the other half of it is. And I think it, it keeps, I keep coming back to it just because of how well just the picture it creates. You have such a good sense of why this brand over every other brand that you could pick. Yeah. And it does it from the perspective of what other people will think. Which isn't the, that's not the most empowering thing, but in terms of selling the product, it does a damn good job of telling you, like, people will look and they won't even know if you're wearing makeup. They'll be questioning it because it's that good. It's that natural. Yeah, I, um, because I'm slightly older than you fellas in the sense that I was there when someone said, I think we should just call it fire. Um... (laughs) Uh, I will tell you and your younger mm. audience mm. to my generation, when the slogan, a little dabble, do you hit, it was still remembered is still remembered to this day. And I don't know that the ones you guys are touting has anywhere near that sort of clout. Oh, I, brill cream, a little dabble, do you? And I brill don't think brill cream. cream is even a thing anymore. And if it is, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, but it's one of those things I haven't thought about in yeah. forever because who, who uses that garbage? <laughs> but as a slogan, yeah, much like take me away, you know, that's why I was asking the criteria. But I think to the newer generation, maybe she's born with it is wildly well known, but I don't think it's going to hold up to many of these other no. categories yeah. and winners. And I still want to put in still exist. It does, there it's you still go. out there. 
It's interesting, like, from the times that these come out, too. Do you see up there when the Brill Cream slogan happened? Because it was early on in advertising. Was I feel like, like that was... 30s, 40s? Well, the, it was. It came out in 1928. And then so, the, the commercials were 50s, 60s. That was like... And I'm, yeah, I'm telling you, 1968. Right. It was ridiculously popular. Long after men were putting so much Brill Cream in their hair that they could... Yeah. I know, wonder... If the reason for some of these is the times that they came from, but like the reason I ask why it was so old is if it was, if it's the great depression and people are thinking about saving money, a little dabble do ya is going to hit in the 1980s when people are thinking about when men are thinking about looking slick and going into the office and status, the best a man can get is a perfect moment for that time. Yeah. Is there one of these that sticks out as timeless? I don't think so. No, I don't yeah. think so either. All right. Are we leaving? Are we just shutting the medicine cabinet? Yeah, let's shut the medicine cabinet. Let's shut the medicine cabinet and, and take and a break. Let's take a quick break. We'll hear from some of the other fine shows on the Maximum Fun Network. We'll be right back. Um, hi, I'm looking for a movie. Oh, I got you. Uh, there's that new foreign film with the time travel. There's an amazing documentary about queer history on streaming. Have I told you about this classic where giant robots fight? Or there's that one that most critics hated, but I thought was actually pretty good. Ooh, I know. The one with the huge car chase, and then there's that scene where... The, the car, car jumps, jumps over, over the submarine. submarine. Wow, who are you eclectic movie experts? Well, I'm Ify Wadiway. I'm Drea Clark. And I'm Alonzo Duraldi. And together, we host the movie podcast, Maximum film new episodes every week on maximumfun.org and you actually just walked into our recording booth oh weird sorry i thought this was a video store you seem like a lady with a lot of problems well manolo we have a show to promote it's called dr game show it's a family-friendly podcast where listeners submit games and we play them with callers from around the world no, sounds good. New episodes uh, happen every other Wednesday on MaximumFun.org. It's a, it's a fast and loose oasis of absurd innocence and naivete. And Are you writing a poem? No, I'm just saying things from my memory. And uh, it's a nice break from reality. <laughs> Is that are we allowed to say that? I don't know. It sounds bad. It comes with a one hundred percent happiness guarantee. It does not. <laughs> Come for the games and stay for the chaos. Hey, how are those advertisements for everybody? Great, great. Let's talk about advertisements. Sure. <laughs> the vehicles. Let's talk about vehicles. There's some great classic car slogans. And again, this goes back to some of those companies that have had multiples through the years. Ford, go further. Built Ford tough. Have you driven a Ford lately? Chevy, like a rock. See the USA in your Chevrolet. The heartbeat of America. Like there are, are there some of these that stand out to you as superior? I saw one that made me mad just reading it. Cause I, Which one? I, I had to think of every time I heard it in a commercial which is zoom zoom Mazdas. <laughs> it drives me crazy. And I sticks though. I it's like Farfik Nugent, Farfik Nugent stuck. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that was a, that was a real moment in culture, <laughs> but the zoom zoom, the fact that it's whispered to me, it just, it's, <laughs> it's so creepy. Yeah. I don't, I can't, it's visceral. I almost punched my computer when I saw it. Just, it was just a gut reaction. I'm not a violent man. No, you're not. And yes, your point is 100% correct. But I got to say, in terms of also visceral, like a rock is undeniably speaks volumes about what it's selling. Yeah. Is only three words. 
mm-hmm. which is one more than Zoom Zoom. True. We're going by number of words, though. Fifteen percent could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I. I well, listen. Again, what is the criteria? If you poll ten thousand people, you're going to get a lot more like a rock in terms mm-hmm. of recognition, I think, than you are Zoom Zoom. Yes. If you I, I, if you polled every patient at insane asylums, they're all going to know Zoom Zoom. Yeah. Well, they all have that weird Mazda voice whispering in their ear and breathing on them as yeah. they like pull out how, a Miata. Like how, yeah. like, like how they were driven insane. With it's, yeah, I just yeah. Um, rocking, hitting the walls. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to Subaru in this one because I think theirs is less than it's more than just the name or it's more than just the slogan. It's the whole ad approach that they have. I agree. Which is the whole idea of their cars are for kind people. The absolute opposite of Mercedes is the best or nothing. This is, we make cars for, I mean, they were the first company to specifically market in the nineties toward gay people. Like their whole thing is love and always has been. They have, you know, there's a dog in almost every Subaru commercial happily jumping into the back seat. I think that love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru is a great tagline. I do too. And I also love that someone in an ad agency room had the wherewithal to say, let Mercedes be best or nothing. That's not your audience anyway. Yeah. You know, let's have Subaru for the first time ever. A car is synonymous with love. Could yeah. you fathom such a thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it yeah, works. I, it works. It works. It works. Yeah, it does. You know what? What's funny going back to Chevrolet for a second. When I think of like a rock, I only think of Pete Seeger. But I always think of the heartbeat of America. I love the heartbeat of America as a slogan just because it's made here. Mm-hmm. It's the engine that drives our country. If you're in America, you have a Chevrolet. I would like to hear Pete Seeger's version of that song for the record. The heartbeat of America. No, 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 no. That's not Pete <laughs> like Seeger. A, oh, no. Who am I thinking of then? <laughs> Pete. Who, oh, Pete Seeger. You're thinking Bob Seeger. Bob Seeger. Like a rock. I like a rock. <laughs> Ooh, like a rock. Rock the magic engine. <laughs> Let Powers my Chevy. Yeah. Bob Seeger. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bob Seeger. Yeah. I always think of Bob Seeger singing. And now I'm only going to think of Pete Seeger singing. Right. So I've ruined it for myself or made it. Yeah. Yeah. There are the, you're right though. Be, in the terms of hearing that jingle, mm-hmm. which is just those words, not even a music sting, right? It yeah. is Bob Seger's voice for America because they couldn't get Springsteen, I'm guessing, to sing like a rock. Yeah. But, but that's the sensation that races through you is the most American singing voice singing the most American phrase about the most American vehicle. Yep. Yeah. But now the weird thing is, isn't, you know, the number one, not only the number one selling truck, the number one selling vehicle in America mm-hmm. for 10, 20 years running is uh Ford F-150, Ford truck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So built Ford tough is maybe their slogan. So they're so damn prolific and, and good and genius and, and number one, they don't even need a great slogan. Yeah, Never did. That's true. 
And also built Ford tough is them implying that the toughest thing you can be is a Ford. Yeah. Like if it's like, if I was like, if I said, look, Oh man, did you see that guy? That guy is handsome. That guy is gagliardi handsome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what asp- I mean? It's aspirational, not only for the consumer mm-hmm. to say like, if you were tough, like to really be tough is built for tough, but also that it's what all other truck manufacturers aspire to. They're all yeah. trying to make a truck that is Ford tough, but only we can do it because we're Ford. Listen, Rachel Maddow devoted almost her whole hour, one episode to saying Ford announcing they were making an all electric 150 was going to be the singular moment that revolutionizes the electric vehicle. I think that is a fantastic moment, and I can't wait for it. Yeah. And she said it's because this is the number one selling mm-hmm. vehicle in America and has been for 10, 20 years, whatever the number is. Yeah. yeah. And that's good because people buy those in fleets. F-150s yeah. are the kind of truck that big yeah. white F-150s all parked in a row at some you know big contractor's garage. Yeah, and it's only a little bit more for the electric yeah. version. I mean, they really did make it kind of easy. So do we think any of these vehicle slogans are going to rise to the Mount Rushmore off of which we are going to blast three of the heads and leave one? (laughs) Well, like it or leave it. Like a rock is pretty great. Love it or lump it. Like a rock is floating to the surface in terms of the most embedded in the psyche. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. I'm I'm good I'm good with with putting that on Mount Rushmore. I do think the next section has all of them, which is lifestyle. <laughs> I think there's a clear first of all the lifestyle stuff is you've got like Disneyland, Hallmark, K Jewelers, MTV. Uh, you guys don't don't put all of those eggs in that wonderful lifestyle. Oh. You've got fast food coming. We oh we do yeah. we have <laughs> fast food. We've got there's one little old lady. There's four feet and eleven inches that might have something to say about that. How yeah oh, the story. Oh, we're going to talk about the tragedy of Clara Peller. <laughs> we're going to talk about Clara. I do think there's one slogan in lifestyle that is, mm-hmm. and there are some real heavy hitters in here. That is the number one in this section. And I, I don't even think it's close. I think there are two. How dare you? You're fired. There's a lot of them. You've got a diamond is forever. Iconic. The happiest place on earth. Iconic. But I think that there are two, three, actually. Now I'm looking at it. It takes a licking and keeps on ticking is another one of those that has made it just into the language as, you know, I take a licking and I keep on ticking. Is that that's so iconic. It has succeeded far beyond the actual watch company. Yeah, that's true. But I think that MTV and Nike Nike's, I think, just do it is a perfect slogan for what Nike is. And I think I don't know if I want my MTV is as great a slogan uh, as the ad campaign surrounding it. The hey, we'll get every famous rock star in the world to go on MTV and say, I want my MTV. And then we'll give you this call to arms to go out and call your TV company and say, I want my MTV. So that felt more like a flash mob than a great ad campaign slogan. Does that make sense? It does. Will it will it compete with its finger licking it. good? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm telling but, but you, I th- but just do it does. <laughs> yeah. I think just do it does. Just do it for sure. Just do it rises to the top of that category. Yeah. Yeah. That's easy. So easy. Got, so right Let's now, do it. 
but I don't think just do it. How we're all right. Now, all right, Kevin, we're in fast food. We love fast food here at We Got This, Kevin. We love it. We've talked about it every possible way. Every way we can. And this is exciting. And now there's a bunch of great classic fast food slogans. I think there are two contenders. You know, McDonald's has has two of the best and also maybe the worst. Which is? Are we all forgetting food, folks, and fun? Yes, we are. <laughs> and they floated that out there and just sort of, it just laid there like a wet fart. And they were yeah. like, no, never mind. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That's, that's what we, that's what we meant to say. This one must have, uh, we're going to delete that. Just hey, forget. Brian Cox, just, uh, make him forget about it. Just hum the tune. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great. Thanks. Yes. We yeah. When it. he, when he does that, he makes the viewer or listener in their mind say, I'm loving it. Yeah. That's how iconic I'm loving it is. Yeah. Yeah. He just gives you the, fr- that's the call and response. You don't hear that jingle and think, Oh, I like McDonald's. That's a great song. Nope. No. You think I'm loving it. Yeah. yeah. Right. It doesn't even say it. I also love the great Dave Pasquese who made a good amount of money saying, did somebody say McDonald's? Which was a <laughs> real, was that good- Pasquese? That was Pasquese. And it's a great. It's such a good slogan, but they have to have been established first. Yeah. Like none of the early stuff sticks as well. Everything we have here is more latter day. But mm-hmm. did somebody say McDonald's is so good that it's like just a dog whistle for hungry people? If you say, did somebody say McDonald's? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Fellas, I'm still going to circle back to it's finger licking good because mm-hmm. yeah, it's been around 60, 70 years. Yep. It is arguably singular never faltered never competed with itself mm-hmm. the way i feel i'm loving you could make that argument that i'm loving it is not a 60 year old powerhouse yeah yeah what about where's the beef now well you don't think where's the beef I, the, where's the beef got walter mondale a nomination for president that is a cultural moment rather than yeah rather than a slow i mean those are those ads are great now here's here's a little difficulty and flashback moment for yours truly. Mm-hmm. When I was uh, living in San Francisco as a young stand-up comedian, I did a regional ad campaign voiceover for Wendy's. And I thought not only am I going to retire in the next year or two. <laughs> yep. But this sure. will be as iconic as its finger licking good. Yeah, because we all know what the Wendy's burger boasts that no other burger can or does. Square, it's shaped. So the slogan was "Wendy's, we dare to be square." And I thought that's it. I don't yeah. have to work ever again. <laughs> Back up the Brinks truck, and it yeah. ran regionally for several years, and that was it, and never beyond that region of the country. But we dare to be square. I mean, if you're going to put yourself out there. Yeah. I think they really. So then someone said, yeah, yeah, no, we've got where's the beef. We don't need to talk about the the, uh, shape of our burgers. But on this Um, show, if you are pitching replacing Wendy's where's the beef with dare to be square and putting it on the Mount Rushmore. (laughs) I I don't know if we I don't know if the integrity of the show can handle that. Yeah, I don't. It it is a better (laughs) slogan than where's the beef. The where's the beef ads were awesome. Yeah. Claire Peller was great. Well, there's a chance that where's the beef was so, so much of a celebration. You know, it's finger licking good is a reminder, it taps in nostalgia. It, it, it's mm-hmm. the colonel said it himself. And then whoever voiced the colonel says it to this day. 
you know, it reigns supreme. I, like I said, in terms of being 60 or plus years yeah. in the consciousness, no other attempts needed to land. It's got its own font. That particular bird. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's nice. got its own font. But then the argument, the debate is, was there anything more comedically iconic than where's the beef in that woman? And I think the answer is no, no, there, there wasn't. She was, but I think if you, maybe the litmus test is to, if, if you were to ask somebody significantly younger than any of us. Mm-hmm. Well, it's finger looking good is going to last because it's exactly. still today. That's it's still, still today. What, it's, do we go with a moment? Do we go with a star that's shown brightly for a year or do we go with, a star that has been simmering and just a glowing ember for 60 years. Yeah, I mean, more than 60 the years. longest running slogan. It's the best one. That's but true. I also think the reason why Figure Looking Good has been around for all these decades is because they couldn't possibly come up with anything better. Like yeah. it just, it's four words that tells you everything you need to know about the restaurant and why you need to go there right now. Yeah, it does tell you about the food. It's sort it's almost uh visceral and it's and like how, even how you're going to eat it. You're it, going you know? to pick yeah. this up with your hands and shove it in your face and then you're <laughs> going to try to eat your hands. That's how good it is. Yeah, I think yeah, but I just I glanced down foolishly at the next two categories and yeah. unfortunately some tough ones. There's some tough ones. <laughs> it doesn't get easier. There, there are some champs in there that are going to reign supreme. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I don't know how much more time we want to even spend on. All right. To be well, let's versus, move. Yeah. I think it's let's move on down. Then we can we take finger looking one. good. It'd be comfortable. Let's leave the fast food drive through head home, take our stuff inside, throw it on the couch and open up the pantry. Let's Why see what we, we have it on the there. couch first. We're just our bags. You know, we have all our stuff with us. You know, yeah. you know, open. I mean, look, I have in the past not bothered to set down whatever I brought in before I went straight to the fridge. Is that true? Okay. Oh yeah, that's why I sometimes find my keys in the fridge. Can I? That's can I? Anything in there? <laughs> he doesn't keep anything in his fridge, Kevin. I've seen uh, it. It looks uh, like he's moving out every time. I, I thought the it. keys were supposed to be in the freezer, but I would just recommend putting the bags on the counter. Just find a counter. Oh, Do yourself that's a solid. Do yourself a solid and get them off the couch and, <laughs> and get yourself a solid. But couch. oh no, they're, oh they're on my kitchen couch. Yes. So okay. I should have mentioned that. <laughs> my <laughs> bad. <laughs> In college, uh, we did have a kitchen couch because, of course, we did. Of course, you did. Sure. Yeah, wow. we lived in the boho. Uh, what was it? Uh, boho life from uh, Tick Tick Boom. Yeah, shower in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Bo, 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 bo. Um, all right. So, what is on this list of pantry? We have some great ones. We've got great poupons on there. No, uh, M&Ms uh, melt in your mouth, not in your hands. I'm sorry. Uh, you've got. Yeah, you, you know what? You should probably read almost all of these because every one is, in <sighs> fact, as memorable. Almost everyone is as memorable as any of the leaders we've discussed. You know what? I'll do. Here's what I'll do. I won't say the product, and I bet every one of our listeners will know the product for each of these. The quicker picker upper. Mm-mm, good. They're great. Pardon me. Would you have any? Hmm. Uh, what would you do for a? Hmm. Bet you can't eat just one. Melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Once you pop, you can't stop. Snap, crackle, pop. Taste the rainbow. Snap into a. You know. And of course, the one that I think might rise to the top in my mind. Because it is aspirational, the breakfast of champions, Wheaties. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. again, I killers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you beat in terms of popularity, in terms of uh, singular awareness, 
what is the criteria? I just keep circling back. If, if have we have we defined? I mean, I, we've sort of loosely defined what we think is important, and different ones are rising to the top based on that. I think part of it is durability. I think yeah. part of it is that it remains associated so heavily with the brand or product that it hasn't sort of wandered away from it and sort of like take a licking keeps on ticking. Not mm. many people, I, I, there are probably a, too many people who wouldn't say, oh, Timex, that was the yeah. Timex slogan, right? You just yeah. know it because it's, they would think it was a Muhammad Ali quote. the brand yeah. in a way. So I think it has to stay with the brand. That's what makes it effective that we continue to this day. You could say anything is finger licking good, but it's always going to make us think of KFC. Yeah. You can say snap, crackle, and pop. Nobody's going to think of fireworks. Nope. Yeah. They're not. Mouth's in your mouth, not in your hand. That's tough to beat. Um, really yeah. And mm-mm, good. I mean, it's so simple and, and almost inexplicable with how well known yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, the one that caught my eye on this list that I couldn't believe how memorable it was, was the quicker picker upper that they actually figured yes. out some alliteration yeah. <laughs> and, and got it past yeah. the company because it's so specific to what the product does and has such memorable alliteration that it's kind of brilliant. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's an onomatopoeia to it almost in that it is as quick as what it claims to do and Mm -hmm. there's no question like you just you get it it's an economy of words and the idea gets through in a brilliant way and and then the breakfast of champions and betcha kenny just won i mean i think both of those dare uh, yeah yeah Yeah. that dare turned into a celebration of damn it they're right yeah (laughs) you know well what do you think what rises to the top based on the sort of loose criteria that we've been tossing around so far under the, under this category, under this category. Yeah. Under the pantry category. Yeah. Well, maybe each one of us needs to pick one. Yeah. I keep looking at the quicker picker upper again, like a lineup full of, this is a killer lineup. There are so many great layers. There's so many reasons why that's great. It's, perfect again like it's like finger looking good you can't get better than that yeah if you were trying to sell a paper towel they already have this one you're gonna anything you come up with is gonna be second best at best well i just thought of something about the quicker picker upper mm-hmm. the slogan i think might be better known than the actual product name really I think if you asked 10,421 people what is the product name for the quicker picker upper they would so it's a paper towel what's the paper towel they would know paper towel more than they would know i think the brand name yeah really i think i think there might be a possibility of confusion whereas uh Betch kenny just won there's no confusion is there though because pringles is remarkably similar with once you pop you can't stop but pringles is not a potato so it should die <laughs> followed that lawsuit closely did we uh-huh <laughs> yeah but if i said what's the breakfast of champions would you know what i was talking about i also have to say that snack crapple and snack crapple snack, snack crapple <laughs> crackle and pop is unbeatable in terms yeah. of brand recognition yeah mm-hmm. 
unbeatable. I got to say, Snap, Crackle, Pop is also the only ad slogan on here where every word in the slogan has its own character. Yeah. Yep. Whereas one of these has only one character. And you say to anyone, they're great. Yep. That's undeniable what the product is and how well we know. Yeah. I remember when Thurl Ravenscroft passed away mm. and I got an email from my agent like, hey, can you record this? Like they were already looking for because they had to replace that character and that slogan is so tied to the brand that it had to continue even mm-hmm. with him gone. And it is pretty it is pretty fantastic. I mean, it could be about anything, but we know it's not. It, it's that's it's my point. Flakes. But it, does it, it need that's a do, really good point? Is our slogan going to need other elements like it does the slogan stand alone does the breakfast of champions stand alone without michael jordan on the box does where's the beef stand alone without the delivery does their great stand alone without you know what i mean i think the where's the beef definitely stands alone without the delivery and they're mm. great if you just said to someone what slogan they're great uh what does that slogan represent i think you're right without the pronunciation and performance yeah, yeah. Of those words, you're going to lose maybe half. Because without the delivery, that's just somebody going like, hey, uh, we got this uh, Frosted Flakes account. Uh, You got anything for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a pitch. Uh, They're great. Get out of my office. (laughs) Yeah. Stand, pack your stuff and be out by noon. You know, they tried to replace Tony the Tiger for a little while with a kangaroo for like a year and it didn't work. And they brought Tony back. That's true. And like, yeah, because the kangaroo said they're grape mate. Yeah. No. And, people and everyone thought he's, he's talking about grape nuts. Um, <laughs> snap, crackle, and pop. You know, snap, you crackle, and pop. You I think don't is... need a delivery. You don't need a jingle. No. You don't need. Oh, man. That's automatopoeia right there, too. That That has to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's snap, crackle, pop. That's true. I, yeah, you can't. I, it, it's undeniable. Yeah, it's undeniable. tied to the brand in a way that, yeah. Snap All right. Puck, there you go. One more. We have one more category, and it's drinks. We've got beers. We've got sodas. We've got coffee. We've got the one that I'm going to pitch. Mark, I know which one you're going to pitch. Got milk. Oh, I thought you were going to pitch good to the last drop because Teddy Roosevelt came up with it. Oh, I didn't know Teddy Roosevelt came up yes, with it. Yes, he visited Maxwell House and had their coffee and declared it was good to the last drop, or that's the story that they told, and that's the reason why they used sure. that slogan. Huh. I didn't know that. It doesn't change my answer. I think got milk is perfect. I think it was used in so many different ways. It was said in a million ways. I don't think everyone knows that it's promoting the California Milk Processing Board. That's true. I didn't know that until this list. That's the argument. You know. Yeah, it's like beef. It's what's for dinner. Like you're not. It's not a specific branded product. Pork the other huh, way. Interesting. I yeah. think it's a it's a insanely well known popular slogan. Mm-hmm. But our criteria, as I keep hammering that word, yeah. seems to have focused on does the slogan make it clear what it's about and what it's pitching and what does it make you think of? And Got Milk is by far one of the most memorable slogans of any era. Yeah. Yeah. But it is not tied to an actual product. <laughs> right. Yeah. No one entity got the reap the benefits of it. Yeah. If we could say, oh, they were promoting milk. Yeah. 
They, that's all. They were just promoting milk. Sorry, what? Which milk company were they promoting? Um, milk. The, you know, just the the concept. Are they promoting the farmers? No. The the, the, cow- the specific cows themselves. <laughs> yeah. There's one it's guy in California. Yeah. On top of everything else, they were boiled down to a state. No, sorry, yeah. got got milk is out. All right. The heir to the milk empire was like, make sure they remember us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, how about this? We like our call and responses on this episode. Tastes great. Less filling. You know the second half of that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miller Lite, of course. You've also got Budweiser, King of Beers. In our beer battle, Miller versus Bud. Yeah, Classic. King of Beers is tough to be. King of Beers is pretty is. great. I do like Sprite Obey Your Thirst. I don't know yeah. if people associate it with Sprite, but I do think it's a really, really good slogan. Hal, I'm going to suggest just popped into my head every time you are faced with a whispering zoom zoom you chase it with obey your thirst obey your thirst yeah i think it'll snap you out of whatever (laughs) thank you that's the devil instead of an angel and a devil on your shoulders you have a sprite and a mazda yeah having coping tools is important and now i have a and a really important one thank you i gotta throw one out there Mm. Yeah. Did we miss a classic? We, well, yeah, we did. And Jamie, when I told her what I was doing and, you know, she's very fond of both of you and she's also, you know, nicknamed Consumer West. She knows just way too much trivia and names of products and jingles and the jingle for Gatorade. What is the Gatorade jingle? Gatorade is thirst aid for that deep down body, body thirst. thirst. Oh, <laughs> I just said Gatorade is. Wow. That's all I said. You talk about oh. call and response. Yeah. That one, <laughs> that is in there. That was like a, a, an awakening. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I love that. Also, oh. I never really thought of thirst aid as being a pun. Yeah. Until just now, like, do you have the thirst aid kit in the car for the road trip? <laughs> I do. I bought us two Gatorades. For that deep down body, for that deep, for that down, deep body. down body thirst. Oh, can you imagine if Pete Seeger, if you imagine, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Pete Seeger was performing. Oh my God. For Gatorade. I'm, I'm asking her because I feel like she had one or two others. Yeah. There's I, the best part of waking up. Yeah. Is Folgers in your cup. cup. Yeah. That's a great. Some of these feel more like full lines of jingles rather than slogans, though. Well, call and response. It's not a slogan. Yeah, that's true. These are these are under the jingle category. Yeah, yeah. I like the the last Thursday (laughs) for that deep down body thirst. Yeah, that does need that needs Bob Seger more than Pete. Yeah, it does. (laughs) But I'd rather have Pete Seger. I feel like we have too many gruff voices in the world of jingles. Yeah. From mm-hmm. the, specifically from the 80s. We need a little Pete Seeger. We dare to be square. <laughs> I mean, I All was right. so, so leaning into Casey Kasem. Do we, do we, I, I love it. Do we have one that's coming out of drinks that can beat some of these iconic finger licking good and snap well, crackle pop? I don't, you know, you didn't mention the real thing. And oh, the real thing, mm, of course. It's, it's got a Coca Cola. It, yeah. it has to. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it has to be recognized. Yeah. Um, the com- I mean, the app for the song commercial, if nothing else. Well, if you polled 10,421 people and said, what is the real thing? I mean, you, I don't think you need the, anything else. I don't, mm-hmm. that's the weird 
aspect of the power of the real thing. Yeah. I, it was on their cans mm-hmm. forever, printed on their cans. I think if you polled all those people and said, what is the real thing? Yeah. People they would say. not get um, uh, spiritual or... <laughs> <laughs> they What's the not, real thing? Sit yeah. down. I'd like you to read this tract. <laughs> Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is the real thing? All right. Uh, but got milk. Good to the last drop is also yeah. just so iconic. Yeah. And it just paints a really, really strong mental picture. Mm-hmm. And it could, wasn't that, weren't they the same? Wasn't it also Mac, Maxwell House that had the and the percolator? I think you're right. To the last drop. But again, uh, I, even with even with Coca-Cola, maybe the greatest advertiser in the history of consumer products, do we think the real thing beats finger licking good, snap crackle pop, just do it? I think what would beat them all is, is the new slogan is Pepsi okay. <laughs> Asked and answer, that's the winner. It's so there it good. is. <laughs> it's so good. It's Wouldn't it take over the world? Yeah. Yes, Pepsi you know, okay. Because come on. You immediately uh. can picture like I can picture twelve uh, like a series of twelve commercials yep. that just everybody is sharing. They're all over the internet. They're going yeah. everywhere. And and you don't even let the customer say the word of the competitor. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. the waiter or waitress cut them off. Excuse me, can I get a, uh, is Pepsi okay? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ad. We're done here. <laughs> sure. Or maybe, maybe Pepsi doesn't allow us to say, yeah, I guess. Uh, they're going to go with sure. <laughs> like just, just the surrender. I guess. Is yeah. That's a six hour fight on set over sure. which one it is. Sure. You know what? Sure. <laughs> Can we make it positive, Stan? No, no, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to be celebrated for taking a shot at ourselves. You got to go with me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a and big then Pepsi mistake. is going to spiral and things are going to get real out of hand and Pepsi's going to feel bad about themselves and they're going to uh, be wandering, stumbling through the streets looking for a bar. And then the phrase is Pepsi. Okay. <laughs> takes nice. on a whole new meaning nice. with their second round of Super Bowl ads. Way to bring it home. Oh my god. Let's speaking of bringing it home. Let's bring it home, gentlemen. What are we looking at as our absolute finalists? Okay, I'll say this. Why don't each one of us bring one forward that we think is the strongest contender out of all of these? We'll see if any of them line up. We're talking about a slogan, one mm-hmm. only per customer, not mm-hmm. one per category. No, Correct. one per customer. We are each picking one out of this full conversation. Those will be our three finalists. Does everybody have one? Yeah. Well, I, I don't I do. yet. So if you have one, please begin. Sure. I'll, you know, I was ready to bring, just do it to the table. Mm-hmm. But then your argument for finger looking good was so compelling that I haven't been able to get it out of my head. And I think it's so good that. I can't, in good conscience, I can't bring anything. Because even just do it as a, they definitely conveys an attitude. Mm -hmm. But you had to have the brand, the brand had to exist already. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, that was, I think just do it, maybe it came about in the 80s, maybe. Came about in the 80s. For sure. Yeah. So they had already established what their brand was. And then they were sort of pivoting to really make it more of a lifestyle. I think you're looking good right out of the box has been there for KFC and Mm -hmm. is, 
is so good they haven't been able to like there's just nothing there's no reason to top it it is it, it's part of our vernacular mm. but you never forget what it's associated with and it tells you exactly it gives you you picture immediately the experience you're going to have when you go to a KFC and mm-hmm. that's that to me makes it i haven't seen anything else on this list although there are great things that i think are as strong as that one I will throw out, since you eliminated it from your being your finalist, Mm -hmm. I will say that Just Do It is mine. Because to me, Just Do It, I don't think it redefined Nike. I think it defined Nike. Because at that time, Adidas was still number one. And Nike, they reached out to everybody. They weren't just promoting Just Do It to professional athletes. Those early Just Do It commercials were, hey, did you, you know, you got a tough day coming up ahead of you. Get out of bed. You know what I mean? That mentality of the, I think it's, it's the accessible version. Again, like the, you know, Grey Poupon and Gillette, it is aspirational and accessible because what they're selling is that lifestyle and the lifestyle they're selling you, Nikes will help with. Mm-hmm. But what they're selling is the idea of triumph and a go getter spirit. Yeah. Motivational, like yeah. whatever it is you want to do. Thank you for condensing that to one word (laughs) (laughs) that I could, that my brain just could not find. I'm here for you. Thanks, buddy. Kevin, Uh, Kevin has has something. uh, It's okay. If it's one of these, you don't have to bring a separate. If it's one. Yeah. If it's, and then, then it's, then we've got our winner. If it's one of these two. No, those are great. Those are both almost indestructible winners. So really I'm just looking to be the third indestructible winner. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it it feels too simple as a choice, but I feel like it's been iconic maybe for the longest. Mm. Without a jingle, without it's it's tough to pick because it's not gonna be that popular mm-hmm. of a choice. Mm. Like I think both of yours are. That's why I'm struggling with it. We're very pedestrian in our choices. It's going to be the Staples uh, slogan, right? <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> if this is, I swear, if this is that Wendy's <laughs> square. <laughs> First of all, it's we, we dare to be square. We dare to be square. Thank you, my brain. It's Good. not that. Oh, nor man. is it. Nor is it. Gatorade is. Thirst aid for that deep, deep down, down body. body thirst. thirst. Uh-huh. Uh, which no one should ever have. <laughs> Deep down body shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, please. Yeah, it doesn't seem healthy. Just hydrate in, in <laughs> some quantity throughout the day, and then you won't have that deep down body. I'm sorry, Mr. <laughs> Lublin. Uh, I have some terrible news. Mm, yes, you have deep down body thirst. Oh, Lord, oh. please. Can oh, you call no. my wife? <laughs> I can't even tell her. <laughs> oh. All right. What are you thinking, Kevin? <sighs> it's snap, crackle, pop. Yeah. It's not sexy. It's not exciting. It it proves the point and the theory of what I thought the criteria was. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me feel better about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm fully on board with Snap, Crackle, Pop. Like I said, it's the only one that the slogan itself has characters. Yeah. With those, with that, they are the names. You know? Right, right. That's how powerful those three words became to the brand, to the company, to the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you say, I think, Snap, Crackle, Pop to any age of the last 60 years, I think, including today. And they're going to know what you're talking about. I think they're still yeah. in the box. They're yeah. still I mean, they're still there, still kicking. And there was that's what I'm basing before. it on is that, you know, is the consumerism of the what is a slogan? 
Yeah. You know, what is what is its power? What is it for? All three of these have lasted a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. How do you win the contest? Yeah. Gentlemen, this was way more involved <laughs> and enjoyable than it had any right to be. That's correct. So we have three finalists now. Let's get it down to one. I think we can get it to one. Is there one of these three that stands out as the best of three indestructibles? Just to be here yeah. on the podium is a great honor. But there can be only one, just like in Highlander. <laughs> well, it's really about Mark caving because there's no way just do it is going to win. That's yeah. fair. That's Yeah, that's, that's fair. True. So it's down to Snapcrack. <laughs> so do I go with... Yeah. You're the tiebreaker. Really? I'm the tiebreaker at this point. It's rare that I'm the tiebreaker. Uh, I really, so what it comes down to is it's not which of these, it's Kevin or Hal. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Picked up on it. Yeah. yeah that's what we set this um, up for. And <laughs> all right, Kevin, let's start calling and we'll see. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to make it easier for you, Mark. I, I think finger looking good is as iconic Mount Rushmore as any slogan has ever been. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't need characters on the cover of the box. It is, it is just a term that is a feeling that is undeniable to its product and has lived the longest also. And, uh, it's just so simple and easy and, and dare I say crispy. But Mark, if you want to argue that. Uh, well, I was about to say snap, crackle, and pop. Yes! <laughs> My reverse psychology works! <laughs> Come to Papa! Hal, bring it on home! People of the world, my gut is falling through. I have a deep down body thirst. Is and Pepsi okay? <laughs> quenched <laughs> by the greatest slogan uh, of all time. I wasn't expecting it, but I'll take it. Because yeah. you've heard it every time you pour the milk in the bowl. Not only is it a slogan that's characters, not only is it a slogan that we associate, but the cereal says the slogan to you repeatedly. <laughs> pour milk over it. What other slogan is spoken by the product itself after you bring it home? Yeah. Magic. It's so true. I want to give a very loud re-shout out to Corey Levin. Yes. Because I yes. have said... Is Pepsi okay about 17 times? And I, so I did not say his name each time. Corey Levin. Corey I don't Levin. want, I just don't want anyone to think that, that that's a Kevin Pollard original. No, that's, a, that's the great Corey Levin. Yeah. Is Pepsi okay? Would have won if it existed, but since it does not outside of the brilliant mind of Corey Levin, yeah. we have to go with Snap Crackle Pop as the greatest ad slogan of all time. Wow. Asked and answered. Wow. Well, Kevin Pollock, thank you. For coming on this show. Yes. You don't but have once to again, thank me. You know, the fact that I won. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I won through cunning and conniving. Yes. <laughs> through reverse psychology. <laughs> as well as superior awareness and knowledge of the topic. Uh, you know, you know? Yeah. You, you've made your guests feel about as welcome and successful as you could. Good. We've had so many great guests on the show, and I would say of all of them, you figured it out better than anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and that is that is definitely a, a trophy to be hoisted and shown to the whole crowd. Well, Thank you for joining us. Snap, crackle, and pop to you both. Oh, Thank you, man. And, yes, and to you as well. What do you want? You've got a lot going on. What do you want people to check out first? Oh, so yeah. And then so what? 
Alchemy This is an improvised comedy podcast. If you need a little break from your true crime podcast and whatever other type you listen to, and you just want to laugh with some ridiculously fast and fearless funny improvisers, we get our scene suggestions from listeners and patron supporters. Your very own Mark Gagliardi is on many episodes as one of the improvisers. And um, it's been going on for almost three years, so I'm exceptionally proud of it. And... Uh, Super fun, however you get your podcast. And then The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, season four just landed and is continuing to unfold. And then Better Things on FX and uh, Hulu. It comes to you uh, at the end of February 2022. I don't know when you're listening to this, but there you go. Those are the current projects. It'll be March 1st. There you go. March 1st. So it's out. So it will be out. Check it out. The first episode, yeah. First episode will be Also, yeah. honestly, for all the things that you can know Kevin from, if you have, by some odd chance, not seen him do stand-up, I mean, I, I grew... I don't know if we've had this conversation, Kevin. We're gonna we have not. We're going to have right now. My parents, who... I, you've met my father. I think my mother had passed by the time I met you. But yeah. they raised me on stand-up comedy. Wow. So whenever comedy was on television, I'd watch it. So I was trained from a young age to watch it. So all through my life, I've watched stand-up comedy. And I was such a huge fan of the specials of yours that I watched. One bit that sticks in my mind that I will tell people about is you doing Albert Brooks, doing the Albert Brooks talk show <laughs> in the crowd. It is, I, I don't even want to, I can't, I don't want to explain the joke, but to say if you have not seen Kevin's stand-up at, yeah. at any time, it is, it's so good. It's Thank so great. You. And, Thank and, you. Thank uh, you. Mm. Yeah. Thank you dearly for that. Yeah, it is my first love and, um, devoted my life to it and and that's great to hear thanks well thank you for coming on the show this topic is closed but there are many more topics to discuss so please reach out to us on twitter at we got this tweets or email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com or go to our facebook group facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast and talk about the ad slogans that have shaped your life with the fellow members of that group all the people of the world we love hearing from you and love seeing you talk to one another thank you to producer ken plume you can listen to his podcast a bit of a chat with ken plume wherever you get your podcasts and it is well worth your time thank you to researcher kate mcmanus for all the work she did putting this list together for us graphic designer uri kelman and qa engineer jen alba and thanks of course to our musicians jonathan dinerstein and mike Furman for our score and theme song respectively and thanks to you the people of the world for giving us a chance to sit down with our hilarious friend, Kevin Pollack, and talk about some, obviously we all watch way too much television. We got there. It was a, it was a really fun episode. And with you listening to the show, I got to say that was easy. Whoa. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. Zoom, we zoom. got this. Gatorade is Thursday <laughs> for that deep down body, body thirst. thirst. Hi, I'm Pete Seeger. <laughs> Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.